Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You really don't want to know what's in the box. This is Paul. I see I'm the only adult here. Oh, well, that's true. It's very true. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to CORE. This is CORE, the Heroes of the Storm podcast that you missed well, no, you didn't miss one last week. We did one plus a bonus. What am I saying? We haven't we haven't left off at all here. We did a show last Wednesday. No, t- wait. What did we do? We did a, did show. a show last Wednesday. Okay, and then wait, was it Wednesday? No, because I left Wednesday. It was the Tuesday. Or wait, what did we do? No, we did one Wednesday. I'm pretty. Sh- oh no, I was on a plane Wednesday. I was too. I flew. So did yeah. we not do a show last week? I thought we did. No, we just did an interview. We did an interview. And we right. didn't do a show last week. I could have no. sworn we did a show last week. Why do I feel like, we did, like we did a show? Maybe it's because Wednesday was travel day. And it just felt like a day that we we might have spent a lot more time together this year. Yeah, that was yeah. that was different from the year before. Oh, lots more time together. Yeah, yeah. very intimate time, time with one another. Our naked writhing bodies till the wee hours in the morning, that sort of thing. Just kidding, none of that's true. Uh, but we did. Uh, we went. We came. We conquered. We came back, and now we're back, and uh, we're going to do a show here for you. In the uh, and we're going to bask in the light that is the Orphea announcement. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that think I was going to get that name wrong the first time I said it. I may have screwed it up a few times at BlizzCon, but not now. Not here. I got it. I got it down. And we got our hands on her. We got to play her a whole bunch. That sounded creepy. I'll just say we got to play the new character a whole lot in a video game, and uh, she's great. Uh, I, I think we're all kind of unified in that. We'll get to kind of her whole thing here in a minute. She's on the PTR currently. If you're playing PTR, then you kind of probably already know this. But uh, she is really, 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 really great, and we got a chance to play her in the streaming area zone thing. Uh, big thanks to Lashes. Oh, who's in the chat, by the way? I just noticed. 
Um, <laughs> she was fantastic, by the way. Uh, she's yeah. like our handler. <laughs> we go in there and she's like, hey, make sure you go to this thing and do that thing. And she was very generous and nice. As always, they gave us these cool jackets. I'd be wearing mine, except it's in the laundry right now because it got real dirty on the trip. Well, you just got it. What'd you do to it? Well, I just wore it on the sweaty in the sweaty day. We had yeah, that sweaty I day. Mine too, Bo. Yeah, Bo. What are you doing with your jackets? You should yeah, wash it. Do you washed. sweat through your shirt? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. Well, what do you do? Do you just turn red like a turkey and a little popper goes out, or what happens there with you? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about laundry or are we talking about sorry when I okay I don't sweat I don't sweat a lot um but when I do it's usually after a long period of what I like to call the turkey the turkey moment or the turkey stage which is just I turn all red and I don't really sweat I just am red like a turkey's cooking and then mm-hmm. I always think of that little popper when you're a kid your mom has the little plastic turkey popper in the turkey and when it's done it goes pops out and that's when you know the turkey's done has no one ever done this i was thinking of something else entirely oh you had your mind in another place i see how it is uh yeah no the turkey the turkey popper people know what the popper is we've heard of this right there's a little thing a little popper goes and then it says you don't get to say people know what this is and just assume (laughs) that that's a truth because you said it i can't be the only one chat room back me up the turkey thing Waddle? waddle? It's not called a waddle. What are they? That's yeah, no. That's the little the, thing that hangs down. That's the waddle. No, I'm. This is a little plastic, like looks like a little firework, and you jam it into the turkey anywhere, like its thigh or whatever. You cook it, and the thing is set to not. Um, there's like a little. You you push it all the way in. It's like depressed all the way, so it's flat, flush against the turkey. When it's cooked enough so that the meat is thoroughly cooked. The popper thing, the little the little point of it goes duke because it, it somehow it knows. I don't know, and that's uh, that's your sign that oh it's time to take the turkey out. You cooked it long enough. Chat room saying pop we, up timer. That's what they're saying. Now we use electrical electric thermometers. <laughs> I think what you're right. Well, now. no, we do now. I'm saying when I was a little kid, that was a thing, <laughs> and my mom would like pull it out and she go, "All right, well, who wants this?" And I'd be like, "Nobody wants that, mom. It's a piece of plastic that's been in a turkey's ass. I don't want that." <laughs> But anyway, here's the important bit of, of what I was getting to. Okay. Uh, I, I'm convinced that uh, one of the one of, if not the hardest working person at Blizzard right now is probably Bethany. She kicks freaking trash for the Heroes team and now does stuff for the Diablo team. I don't know how she's spreading herself that thin, but she's awesome. And I just wanted to give her a shout out. I was gonna, I was doing this whether she was here or not. This is not us just throwing flourish at her because she's in the chat. I didn't think she'd be here. Um, but I just wanted her to know how um, awesome she is with this particular community. And I know that me and other uh, other podcasters, other streamers, everybody involved in this stuff, they really feel her her commitment. And it's and it's awesome. So you're making the other teams look bad is the other thing I'm saying. The rest of them <laughs> just kind of no, no, suck. Let's not do that now. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm not yeah. saying she has to agree. I'm just saying I don't feel the same heat. Uh, from some of the other folks as I do from her. Anyway. You know the only yeah. shame though. What? The What's only the problem? What? Is what? that she can't she can't now share this with her coworkers because she doesn't want all that turkey talk that's surrounding the compliment. No, I agree. Think. Turkey poppers have ruined the entire conversation. I, yeah. I completely agree. Now if you've been listening to the podcast feed, you heard Bo's and John's fantastic interview that happened uh, I guess that would have been on Saturday. Um I was with in the middle of KO Milker. 
Uh, just oh, K- sorry, Kale. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Uh, uh, possible. We have our theories about what his new job might be one day. I'm not saying he even has a new job. I'm just saying it's completely in my own head. But we've talked about it. I think that guy. <laughs> I think that guy. Dance. I just think he'd be a great. He'd be a good lead for the team. That's all. I think he's got the right energy. Right, get up and go. Anyway, I like that guy. So you guys had fun doing that. I was in the middle of this Blizzard meeting thing uh, deal and uh, couldn't be there. But I'm really glad that you guys were able to do it. And it turned out great. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to the last episode on the podcast feed and you'll hear it. It was very good. And John's phone did a fine job. I was worried about audio quality, but it sounded great. So Yeah, it did good. Mm-hmm. I For an app that I downloaded literally a minute before we went in to talk <laughs> the, to him. The only... <laughs> Oh, sorry. The only problem with the interview was I put my phone down too, but I didn't record. So I don't know why there. I did that. I should have put it in my pocket because it goes off like four times. <laughs> <laughs> and it rings and I'm like, oh crap. And I mute it and then it vibrates. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't they think of putting it in my pocket? That's awesome. <laughs> I got a phone too. Yeah, you thought you, th- you thought you had a, a quadraphonic sound setup, but really you didn't. You just had one. When phone the received text and then John's that recorded. That's fantastic. Uh, here's our recording device and also my cell phone. Yeah, indeed. But it went well, and you should hear it, everybody. Seriously, I went and listened to it, and it was fantastic. And uh, I was bummed that I couldn't be in there. But uh, uh, another huge thanks. I, I heard from a lot of Heroes people that came to the WoW Q&A that I moderated, and I think that went well. And I hope you had a good time there uh, if you were there. And uh, thanks for your support there because that was nice. I needed it. And uh, made a, a much less stressful situation to know that we had some uh, frog pantry scattered throughout that uh, that venue there. So it worked you out. You did good. an incredible job on the WAP Q and A. Well, I know you're not gonna you're not gonna toot your own horn, so I'm gonna toot toot it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it it was it was the best Q and A of all time. Bo, Bo is tooting my horn. I like that visual yeah. for some reason. It was like, good. It was good. Yeah. And not just even for the Chris Madison part, which was epic. It was very professionally handled. Well, I'll tell you the weird thing about it. When I got up in there, up on there, all up in there, uh, I thought I was going to be really nervous um, because that's what you probably should be. Easily the biggest in-room crowd I've ever stood in front of and certainly at home, people watching crowd. And also very, uh, what's the word? It's a crowd that's very interested in what these devs are about to say. They, They follow the game very closely. They're super, super hyper interested in what, going on with world of warcraft and i should have by all accounts been just terrified and the weirdest thing happened i got up behind stage and we were all lined up and we'd all just sort of been talking back there and then the music started and i saw the crack of light of the thing and she opened it and it all went away it like just went i was fine i walked out super chill never felt nervous never felt weird wasn't scared wasn't shaken nothing and I can't explain that because that's like the opposite of what I probably should have felt. But anyway, it I worked have a out. Question for you? Yeah, I do have a question on this though. Please, did you watch it or are you like, no, I can't watch? This. Oh, I watched Just it. Curious. I watched it because my yeah. one of one of my kids couldn't. Uh, she had the virtual ticket, but she couldn't get uh, the right connection. She was at a hotel that weekend or over the weekend, and they had crappy internet. So she, uh, I watched it with her, and I thought I was going to hate it because I don't want to see myself up there. <laughs> right, I can but, understand uh, that. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was fine. I, in fact, it's you know they they do a, such a good production job. Like the lighting's good, the makeup's good. Like you can actually look a lot better than 
than you may look in real life up close. And I think they they did fine that way. I still feel I feel weird whenever I'm the tallest person in a group of anything. It makes me feel weirdly self conscious. So that me part too. that part kind of threw me a little bit. Oh well, good. They let you stand too. So yeah, yeah, they had me stand. But when we all walked out, I realized, oh my gosh, they're all shorter than me, and it's fine. It's okay. I just feel like such a lerp. But anyway. Uh, it went really well, and, I, and I'm uh, really grateful that I even had the opportunity. But um, one of the highlights of the show for me was plopping down in that streaming station and playing Orphea to our heart's content for a good couple of hours. And she's really fun uh, to the degree I didn't expect. I kind of expected – I don't know what I expected. Well, we'll, we'll get to all that. But um, real quick, we should talk just briefly about any other things that happened at BlizzCon that we think are – Worth mentioning. Um, Bo, for example. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Don't start with me. All right. Because no. your eavesdropping story, I'm still confused about it. At some point, you're going to have to explain this. <laughs> maybe um, it's for later in the show. I'm just having second thoughts. Okay. I, basically, <laughs> some people had a one-night stand, and they were chatting real loud about it behind me in the Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I caught a piece of yeah. this the other day, and I went, what did you hear, dude? Yeah. Maybe it's not. I, I, on second thought, yeah, no. Well, well, it was that, that that happened. That was this year's weird thing for me. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's here's my quick take on everything that isn't heroes because we'll get into that in depth. Uh, I think Warcraft Three Reforged is super cool. Very surprised mm-hmm. by that game, and I have a few things I was to say. Shocked how much I liked it. Yeah, me too. That came first of all it was a huge surprise. No idea it was coming. Um, I guess if they have an entire team dedicated to classic, we should probably assume a lot of this stuff is coming. But I didn't know it was going to be now, and I didn't know it was going to play as well as it does and look as good as it does. Like all of that stuff threw me for a loop. Um, but that was really cool. Very excited for more of that. Uh, security was terrible. I freaking hated it. They were the worst. Uh, that's not Blizzard's fault. That's third party security company fault. And they sucked. I hated them. Uh, that there's, and I have 50 stories about those guys. I'm not telling them all here. Um, Diablo was disappointing announcement wise, but kind of fun once you played it. Uh, that is Diablo Immortal. Um, there's not much left to say that isn't hasn't already been smeared all over the internet, so I'm not going to do it here. But I'll just say, pretty pretty disappointing announcement and pretty tone deaf announcement, and then a pretty okay game, and then a really terrible player reaction after that. I don't think equaled the tone deafness of the announcement. I've been catching up on what you've been saying, yeah. and I do have a little thing to say on that. Go. Though. Go. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was wrong for them to announce it at BlizzCon. I don't think it was tone deaf. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think we agree on all points, Scott. But mm-hmm. I'd say I think that is the place to announce it. I, I think that was okay. It's okay that, that that's the sense. place. Like, My problem isn't that they chose that as the venue or the place. My problem is that they and I'm and I'm not saying this is even why it. Whatever the messaging is from on, from on top, I think was wrong. And that messaging is go out and go through all the same uh, talking points and go through the same steps that you would normally for a hyped up announcement. And I don't think that worked on a very PC centric kind of anti-mobile crowd or a crowd that was chomping at the bit for something Diablo related that would fit more in what they wanted. And so I think that they should have known that more going into it. They probably did, but still just kind of did the corporate sales job. And I think they could have done something better like 
even if it was just, hey, we got a bunch of stuff in the works. Most of it we can't even tell you about. We can't wait to show you, though, because we're stoked and it's awesome and you're all going to love it. In the meantime, we got this going. Roll the tape. That would have been fine with me. I think that would have made it a better experience for people and they wouldn't have felt so pandered to. Um, th that being said, uh, I don't have any problem with people being disappointed with it. Um, my problem was, uh, I mean, I got a death threat on Twitter for, for, uh, for saying that the game's good for actually liking that mobile game demo that we played. Cause I did, I liked it and I'm excited for it to come to phones cause I'm going to play it. Um, I thought it was really good. And especially for what it is and what format it is, it was way better than I expected. Even John, even our, our own John, who is, you know, adamantly opposed to such things, played the demo and went, eh, it wasn't that bad. That's a, that's almost rousing endorsement. If you consider where John's coming from, like it's, it's possible to actually see the hard work that goes into something and respect what it is and know that you may not play it or that it's not for you because you don't like the interface or whatever the reasons are. My problem was death threats and burn it all down and petition for Blizzard to cancel and they, uh, they're the worst and they're falling apart and I hate them and, and um, you know, horrible, horrible behavior, toxic behavior from the community outweighed any of it for me and it really pissed me off. So yeah, yeah, that was wrong. That was bad. And I, I, again, it's, it's just completely, I don't, I don't care what if blizzard, I don't think they made a mistake personally. And even if they did, it still just doesn't excuse it. I totally agree with that. It's yeah. just a game announcement. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. And I even just, if they didn't yeah. say it was B, even if blizzard said, Hey guys, we're taking time off of Diablo four to develop a mobile game. That's, there's no scenario where that kind of behavior is acceptable. Yeah, there's like, nothing they could have done. Discourse is acceptable. Yeah, vitriol and review bombing trailers and stuff like that. It's just, it's dumb. No, You're I totally dumb for doing it. Completely and I'm agree. sorry to say it, but it's dumb. Send send Bo one of your death threats because I'm sick of getting them. We've had two now. I don't want anymore. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I me just dumb old me getting a death threat. Imagine what like some of those devs are getting. It's so lame. I can't believe we go th yeah. to those lengths. But anyway, uh, uh, oh, and Twitter ended up kicking that one guy off, so I, I won that little fight. Um, what else? Uh, oh, um, I played Heroes uh, there and liked it a lot. We'll talk more about that later. I already said that. I thought the Overwatch video was great. Liked everything about that. I never did get a chance to really play uh, Ash. Uh, I got two seconds to move the mouse around and stuff at one point, but then had to run somewhere. So I really didn't get to do much with her. I never saw Bob as an alt, but I think he sounds amazing. Um, yeah, Warcraft wise, so, cool lore and all that, but we already kind of know where we're at with, with wow. So on the whole, I had a great time. The biggest bummer of the entire show, uh, was the security stuff was just really rancid, but the high point of the show was, being able to do that panel and everything kind of took over my brain for that. And it was hard for me to think of much else, but here's my favorite thing that happened the entire con. So now you've heard it all. Here's what I think was the most funny thing I saw during the whole convention. And it involves Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And here's how it went. We're having breakfast. The con's already over. It's Sunday morning. Okay. Everyone's flying out that day or thereabouts. You guys were going to Disneyland. I was flying out around noon. Everybody had their thing. And we met up for breakfast, celebrated Randy's birthday, got to see everybody, talk, whatever. 
Uh, great dinner the night before. Lots of laughs there, too. But something about this moment will stick in my mind forever. And it's when our nice uh, waitress, our server, Edith, came to the table. And she says, uh, we'll be serving you. I'm Edith. This is America. Let us know if we can, you know, you need anything else. And I see, I look over at Bo's face. And he has this face of total like, wait a minute. And he didn't actually see the lady who's named America. It's a common name for some, some people. Um, American McGee was a, a, one of the people who worked at id Software and made all kinds of video games. Anyway, not that unusual of a name. But Bo, I could tell on Bo's face that this it was, something wasn't clicking right. And at some point, he leans up to Edith as she's walking past him like this with his back and says, America's a person, right? And we laughed our heads off. I thought that was so freaking funny. But it was also poetic. Because then everybody's like, that's right, Bo. America is a person. I'm an American. You're an American. Like it was. A f- I didn't see her. I didn't see her. I know. It was just really funny and endearing. And, and she and- flourished. Edith flourished with her hand. She said, I'm Edith. I'll be your server. And this the is hand America. Went, you see the, see the way I'm moving my hand? Yeah. And this is America. <laughs> and that she probably was pointing to America. But it looked like she was waving to everything. <laughs> this is America. It's so good. It's so good. She yeah. didn't just do that to us, right? We, yeah. we don't all look like foreigners. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But it was really a funny, uh, you know, endearing moment. And I and it made me and Ken and everybody laugh their heads off. So so the con was great. And it, and it really was. It's always at its best. This is true every year. It's at its best all eight years I've gone when when you're with friends and you're and you have time where you can chat and talk and sometimes yell over loud music, but still kind of communicate and hook up with people that you would normally just have sort of an internet relationship with. And and that's always my favorite. So to sum it up, good BlizzCon. Terrible security, yeah. but great BlizzCon. Nice job, guys. My funniest moment, I think, was mm. when Terpster told me to stop staring at his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he told you to stop staring at it? Yeah, we, well, he said it right across from you. Maybe you weren't paying attention, but he had a few drinks. Oh, and I no, couldn't help it. His mustache is yeah. so perfectly like a ramp that you could skate <laughs> off of or something. I just kept looking at it. He's like, hey, why don't you stop looking at my mustache hey, or whatever? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what, what that accent was, but I'll take it. Yeah, no, he's always got a couple of alcoholic beverages stewing. And uh, we'll we'll say things. He showed up. He was a surprise uh, stand up and ask a question thing at the Q&A. I didn't expect that at all. And I and this one only regret I really have is I didn't make some some sarcastic quip about that mustache he's got. Because my my mind wanted to say, get out of here, you pedophile. That's what I felt like saying, because he's got that, you know, it's kind of a pedophile mustache in the, uh, in the uh, um, stereotypic way. But instead, I should have just said, like, I don't know, nice stash, terps, or something like that. But then my brain went, no, you can't point out that he's no, a co-host you, on a you, show with you or else people are going to call bias and stuff like that and i got all thinking about that too much you did the right thing i mean as like cynical and as goofy as he's going to be i'm sure it's it still means something that's somewhere deep in that center that he gets to go up and ask a question so by not undercutting his moment you actually did the right thing yeah it went fine it, it would have been it's fun to, to to i know that you have fun poking fun at him on instance and stuff but i think you did the right thing oh yeah it was good uh, it was great yeah. to see him as well. He wasn't there last year. Had a new baby this year. He was there, and it was great to see him as always. John, what was your – you have any highlights you want to mention, talk about? 
Well, I guess all anybody really wants is me to talk about Diablo Immortal, considering the amount of tweets I got about the subject after its announcement and since, and I haven't talked about it at all. I put up one, you could probably read into it a little bit, tweet, but other than that, I've left it alone. I haven't said uh, one thing except to you guys personally about it. Sure, sure. And so I guess, you know, I would join you in saying that for the closing moments of BlizzCon, for it to be a a mobile game, which my opinion of mobile games has been made very clear on the show, Mm -hmm. uh, it was disappointing. You know, I was certainly not excited about it. Uh, We all had a good laugh about it. It was good to be around friends who were going to, you know, pick me up when I was like, ah, come on, they're ending on this, really? Uh, but then it turned really vitriolic online. And all of a sudden I started to get that guilty by association thing that you get sometimes where people are really going ham with their anger and you're like, well, I'm disappointed, but I'm not angry. Right. So. I kind of just don't want to be associated with these people now. Like, <laughs> See, you're dumb. <laughs> like, Sorry. I, I just be ashamed I just, of what yourselves. Yeah. I, I, I just don't want to be a part of it because I, I think everybody out there who's disappointed or upset or whatever, you got every right to be. I'm not going to tell anybody, hey, don't feel that. I was there with you. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, is that people don't manage that right they don't they don't just take it in and say you know what? it's okay for me to be upset it's okay for me to be mad and angry and and disappointed and let down they have to turn it into a public debate and they have to find someone that's accountable and rake them through the coals and they have to put down anybody that disagrees with their position because darn it they're right and everybody else has to be wrong you know, it's a personal feeling. You can't be wrong. If you were let down, you were let down. That's just the truth. You don't need to say, well, they should have done what Bethesda did and put up just a thing saying we're working on it. And then when they said, well, you know, they put out that press release that kind of said that. So, well, then that's not the point. The reason I'm really mad is that they alluded to it. And that's the whole reason I went to BlizzCon and then they didn't show it. Yeah. You know, people just kept jumping from one reason to another, to another, to another. And what that tells me is that it's not about any of those reasons. Yeah. That it's actually about a person just being disappointed and let down and not managing it correctly. And so I'm just going to tell everybody out there, yeah, I, I played it. It was okay. By the time the demo ended, I was like, yep, that's as much time as I wanted to spend doing this. So that is the perfect length of the demo because mm-hmm. uh, I am done. Yep. I don't know if I will play much of the game. I don't know if I will even download it. But I know the game that I want is coming, and I will continue to wait for it, just like I have been. Right. And that's easy enough to do, because I've been waiting this long already. And there's also a crap ton of games that I haven't gotten to that I want to play. You just move on. Yeah. And if you're sitting there and you're saying, oh, I'm just so mad. Decide if it's worth just severing your ties to Blizzard as a company and not giving them any money and not giving them any attention. And if it is, then do it. And if it isn't, then just say, you know what? Yeah, I'm let I'm let down. I'm disappointed. 
I wish it had gone a different way, but that's fine. We'll get over it. I'll focus on other things. Yeah. And that's where we need to be. Yeah. I, I this, you said it really well. That's where I'm at. And, uh, also anyone who tells me they, they want to burn it down and salt the earth. The minute four comes out or whatever four is called, they're playing it. In fact, most of the people I hear yelling at me are probably going to play the mobile game because they can't freaking help it. You're gonna. So quit just mm, kind of stuff, dude, just rubs my cheese. For some folks who are just like participating in this, but they don't have the original thought. I mean, PC Master Race thing is a cultural war thing. And some people don't play any of the games. They're just using this as an excuse to incite their agenda or their cultural values. Mm -hmm. And it's got nothing to do with Diablo. So make sure you're not, you're being very critical about what you're reading online, about rational people who've thought it through. Um, yeah, because it's it's about that too. There's some of that in there too. There's some of that. The next issue is going to be the next thing about some game that doesn't run at 60 frames per second because it's a port, et cetera, et cetera. Jerusalem in the chat says he's never heard of PC Master Race. That surprises me. That's a very common yeah, a, uh, refrain. It's a common thing. Yeah. But to, to tie it back to Heroes and to kind of maybe shift it a little bit to a positive message going out of this, one thing that I do want to say is just that this potentially opens up Blizzard Gaming and Blizzard's Worlds to a lot of other people. Yeah, it's probably not for us, but there's a lot of people that could be way into it and could be brought into this culture and this world because of it. And we sit here and we do a hero show every week. And one of the things we kind of think is, well, we got a great community, but boy, I wish this game would, was bigger and would grow because we think this MOBA is better than all the other MOBAs. And we wish it got that kind of attention. Yeah. And the way you get that attention is you bring people into the universe and you bring people into the world. So let's do it. Let's bring more people into this. Like, let's include more. It doesn't matter that they like the game on mobile and you like the game on PC. Get them in here. Get them playing the game. Get them excited. Yeah. I was at Disneyland the other day, and this old couple sitting at a table next to me said, they, they looked at each other dead serious. They go, what was the name of the gauntlet Thanos used? <laughs> and the lady goes, the the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And he goes, that's right. What? <laughs> I never in my life did I think that I would watch an older couple talk about Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet like it was just, eh, what are we going to do on Tuesday? Right. <laughs> talk about Thanos, I guess. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool to bring these people into the world and, and share the things that we're passionate about. It's awesome. So let's let people have their thing. And if it's not your thing, go find the thing that is your thing. Yeah, get away from the thing. you. If you don't want the thing, don't get the thing. Don't pay for the thing. Don't download the thing. This is going to make a crap ton of money for Blizzard and for Activision. And there is zero question in my head about that. They are going to make more money on this mobile thing than they have any Diablo game before it. And it's going to irritate people to hear me say that. But them's the demographics right now. That's the financials. That's how it works. Go ask anybody that works at, at Epic, and they will tell you they make more on iOS alone for Fortnite than they do the entirety of PC and console platforms combined. That's where money is right now. There's a huge amount of it, and you don't want to just leave that on the table. And why should Blizzard, why should everyone else have a, stat, or a shot at that? I'm not making you play this game. It's not even the same team that's working on mainline sequels over there. You'll get your four. 
I'll get it. You'll get it. We'll all be thrilled when we get it. We'll get the game we want the most. But a whole lot of people, especially people in parts of the world that don't normally have access uh, or greater access to Blizzard games, are about to get a Diablo game, and it's going to be huge. So it's as simple as that. Play it or don't play it. I mean, I know it sounds trite and and stereotyped to say it, but just if you don't want to, don't play it. See, I think I want to move on because I want to talk about all the cool hero stuff, but just want to say one thing because I've given it a lot of thought too since the weekend because like John, I'm not a mobile player and I don't make my decisions. I don't like, I'm glad Blizzard's going to make a lot of money on it. I kind of don't care personally from the decisions I make. There is a situation where it does come up and that's when a game experience has to be one for one with it. So right sentiment, wrong game. To me, Hearthstone is the biggest defender of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, there are a lot of features not implemented in Hearthstone because of mobile design. And they've come out and said it. Mm-hmm. And um, there are features that are wanted by people who want to play competitive trading card games. So, again, there's a, a, a correct way to have this conversation and to express your opinions. But that would be, to me, the only concern. And it's real, given that one of their games is compromised by the fact that it has to serve mobile customers. That's not the case here. Like I said, wrong game. Diablo Immortal is its own thing. But, you know, I could see being upset if your Diablo 4 experience is affected by the need to um, serve customers that don't matter to me, quite frankly. Mm. So, yeah. that Have that conversation with the Hearthstone team. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. Right. Um, so there's some discussion in the chat about... Um, that the game goes against uh, specifically read was one is saying that this that somehow this goes against blizzard's mission statement. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, he's talking about sacrificing quality for money. And I will say that having played it and also being extremely critical of mobile games, I don't think they have, I think it looks very good for a mobile game. Now there's going to be a lot of people that will probably hear that and say, well, see, you said it right there for a mobile game. Yeah, that's the market. I don't expect my Nintendo DS games to look like my PlayStation 4 games. Well, it isn't it even is so a, much anymore like v- it is visual a platform. Right. Visually it, it's it's on par I think with what we expect. The difference is the format has limitations. Yeah. And the platform has limitations. It's kind of like saying uh Overwatch is a really good PlayStation 4 game. It's a good it's a good game for a console. You really should be playing the PC one. Yeah. There's advantages playing the PC one and accuracy and control and everything else. So, right. I don't. I, to me, it's the same. It's just the same kind of issue. There's not lack of quality or polish there. They, I don't think Blizzard lets anything out the door that is. They never have before. Yeah. I don't know why suddenly people think they will. And after playing that demo, it's a clean, tight, good-looking game. Um, for mobile especially, like maybe a cut above most mobile games. I, you know, it's hard to say till we get the full game. We had what, I don't know how long those demos were, but you had three characters is all and 10 minutes or something, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, like well, I, we I went until we beat that, that dungeon boss guy. Yeah. I don't, I just don't buy that. This goes against their motto. No, it doesn't. The motto is still gameplay first. Their motto is every voice matters. Yeah. Go read the thing. It doesn't say anything yeah. about their, and part of our it's motto not gra- is it's not, it's not no graphics more. first. No. And it's never <laughs> right. been, well, if that was true, Look, I'm old enough to remember, and I'm going to reiterate a bunch of this on the Diablo show tomorrow, but I rem- I'm old enough to remember 
when Diablo 2 launched and everybody lost their minds because the game was locked at 800 by 600 and you couldn't increase the resolution. I still lose my mind about that because I would like to play it again. Yes. Uh, well, and they eventually did go 1024 by 768, but that was still the highest they'd go. Um, but that was way patched later and that was after Lord of Destruction and all that. I remember those days. Guess what else I remember? I remember in 2007 when they showed this off in France, uh, 3, everybody saw it and went, oh, the color palette is not right. It's totally wrong. It's like Cartoon yeah. World. There were rainbows. There were rainbows in it. I hate it. It's going to be terrible. Uh, burn it all down. Like, this happens all the time. I understand it's a passionate base. I understand Diablo's a legendary game. Just check your freaking brains, man. Like, just check them. It's fine. It's totally fine. And it looks good on this mobile platform. And if you like mobile games, I got good news for you. That's a cool mobile game. If you don't like mobile games, I don't know why you care. Because you don't have to play it. <laughs> yeah, that's I, a I, good point. Why do you care? I, I have one criticism of Diablo Immortal that I want to put out there. Okay. Please. Yep. Uh, Carl Jim doesn't have a beard. And I didn't like it. Well, this is a prequel. That's it. Otherwise, it was great. It's a prequel. He doesn't have the facial hair yet. I feel like even if it's baby Carl Jim, he should have a beard. I just, I didn't, I didn't care for it. He has one hair, one really long hair. (laughs) Yeah, one big. right out the bottom. That's it. The hint of a beard. Let's get some beard back on that. The shorter beard, maybe, but I think he needs beard. Yeah. I'm digging the no beard. And I just read was clarifies says I care because I would like to play it on a different platform. No, you're not going to get that's not what this is made for. It's made for mobile. Now, now you can take a game like Diablo three, which is primarily a PC experience. And then they did a great job of making it console friendly. They did a killer job. I've now played the switch version. I like that even more. It's great. It's really good. I I still prefer PC overall, but they figured out a way to do that. That's how you do that. You don't start from mobile and then scale it up to everything else. You go the other direction. So, yeah, I, I just, again, your expectations are weird. But why would Blizzard okay. do that? It doesn't make any sense. And you can play this shitty thing on PC that's only good on mobile if you're playing mobile. Like, that why would they do that? doubly disappointing, right? Like, hey, we, it's on mobile. Disappointed. Oh, yeah. Hey, we ported it to PC. Disappointed again. Yeah, I guarantee you, guarantee you bigger disappointment had they said that. And you can play this thing on your PC. People will be Just like, wait. I don't want a watered-down piece of crap Diablo. Just go play D3. I played D3 today. I went through three rifts, uh, one challenge rift, and a bunch of uh, bounties because I wanted to get some more weapons converted into powers. Why? Because all this Diablo talk got me hungry for Diablo, so I played some. Nice yeah. job, Blizzard. You did it. <laughs> you yeah. got me. I'm back in. So anyway, we'll stop talking about it now. But Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, there's other. We'll John, talk about heroes. What if we talk yeah, about? Sorry, heroes? guys. Because you know what, the heroes had, I think, the best year it's ever had. I think it had one it, of the best. I, I think it was it, a little short on other stuff. It was nice to get it, one character. She's Nexus born. She's really good. Uh, there was a lot of good stuff in the panels for heroes, but I wish there would have been. I don't know. I would like to have had a map or a some more. No, I think I think this is right. I think it works with the new, the slower cadence. I think we weren't like here's three heroes. No, here's one really spectacular announcement for Heroes. Of course, you'd always love to hear more, but I don't know. I think, honestly, I think it had a really strong showing. I think it got, uh, it was front and center in in a dearth of announcements that were all same old, same old. They broke new ground for themselves, which made it really compelling. I don't think that got that message got out to everyone necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but... And, and certainly not everybody is a fan of the original content, as we've heard. 
uh, original heroes, I should say. But I think this was their strongest. I loved the trailer. I watched it like 30 times. Yeah, it's really good. And they also had, I just felt like the vibe in general around heroes was really uh, positive. And um, the team just seemed really, I don't know. I just got a really good vibe out of everything heroes related this year. And it, and it, it just reinvigorated my sense of their commitment to the game. Um, and this, and the second thing, or the two things I did when I got home from this BlizzCon, my plan was to jump back into Red Dead Redemption 2 because I need to. Um, but I got home and I played Heroes and Diablo. Like, I just got these cravings, especially Heroes. I'm like, I'm so stoked to play tonight because, um, it's just everywhere I went in that, at that con, I'd, I'd go, oh, the one game here, the one game of all this whole place that I want to just play right now with friends is Heroes. And I just yeah. kept feeling that way. John, You, I think you even mentioned that to me while we were walking around at one point. Yeah, that time up on the streaming stage was some of the best at the con because we just got to play. We just got to sit down and freaking play some games with the new hero. And she's she's so good. Yeah. I, I think we're on another character, another hero, where all three of us are just super stoked about her. Yeah. Well, part of it, um, I got to give Bo a little shout out. Uh, you both took to her very quickly, I think. I was watching you both play, uh, and it seemed like it was just a natural pickup. I was struggling with her a little bit. She's got a very different kind of rhythm to her and different kind of thinking to way, the way she plays second to second and all that. And Bo did some pretty good coaching while I was on the stream, and yeah. it clicked, man. Like, she clicked with me hard, and I am I am into it. I really like what she, what she is and how she plays. There have been a lot of concerns about... Um, visual noise with her like just so many effects and her big gross uh, tentacle thing flying all over the place all the time that it creates all sort of screen distraction for for players i didn't really get that while i was in the middle of it any more than any other hero did you guys feel like she was uh you know spammy i I thought her visuals jumped out a lot and i think everyone's visuals should jump out a lot and i wish people would stop griping about too much visual (laughs) i was like can we have less of the awesome stuff in our game like yeah you know I want the volume up when I hunt on, on Illidan. I want it boosted to 11. That's how I want my game. Yeah. I can see it. Get good, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bo going the, ham. I get the... really irritated when graphics and sound get removed because of clutter. I'm like, clutter the crap out of it. I want this to be dance, dance, revolution. <laughs> like, I just well, want Maybe not it, quite so. that, I, but yeah, I, I think I I'm have, with you. I have no patience for, for those kinds of complaints. I kind of agree with Bo because I think, do you remember when Jaina came out? We were all like, ooh, a frost mage. And then we saw her abilities and we were like, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's like one little ice shard yeah. and then a little poof of yeah. snow <laughs> and then like a tiny little circle that goes. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I actually think the circle of. Uh... Of uh, what is it? Now I can't remember the name of it because you called it a ring of snow. What is it called? What's her W ring called? Of frost? Ring of frost. Not ring of frost. Not her oh, ultimate. Oh, cone of cold. Uh, yeah, like the way you're describing it. I don't know. I like. You're right. I, I guess what I'm saying is you're right. Like I remember being a little bummed about that. It wasn't just like this. Whoosh, blah, just like constant like <laughs> snow everywhere. And that's what this character is. Her her freaking tentacle monster, which we give a very different name in other places but anyway oh yes but she's basically splued she's the character she has has a name though it's chomp i feel 
Oh, that's the name yeah. of the little uh, the dude that's with you. That's Chomp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the prolapse dude. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, if we call him Splood, we can make it true. Hmm. No, Splood has its own identity. I feel. I, I just don't. I, I see like where it would fit, but now that I know he's Chomp, I'm. Bo's holding out I'm for the day. Having a hard time with it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, no, he's, I know the name. He's, I know the true name. And remember, Splood is like a liquid <laughs> being that bounces around on the battlefield and he's not all liquid he's like a water balloon it's like a gelatinous uh, liquid being i it, think well, i think i think um it's not my head cannon he's really cool personally he's so everything about her is cool chomp yeah yeah chomp is very cool she looks amazing and uh she's great john did you want to tell your are you psychic uh, elevator story uh it's getting we're talking about heroes now we don't have to go back to <laughs> Me harassing people in an elevator necessarily. <laughs> we can save something for next week. Yeah, we yeah. we should save that story. It's a really good one. I've heard it twice and it's still I still enjoy it. Um. Anyway, we also got these rad new t or sweatshirts. I've mentioned those before. Mine's dirty. Bose's also dirty, but on I think it's on you. you it's not dirty. It? It's clean. Are you people wearing are it now? With washing. Does the this, only thing yeah. that the I washed mine in the hopes that it would shrink because I accidentally asked for too big a size. But oh, I like it. A it lot. is big, yeah. You can curl up. It's perfect. Well, no, you live in Phoenix, but if you lived like where I live, and the wind and it starts to get a little colder and stuff, and dark at night, you right. can curl up by the fire, get a book, wrap yourself in your gigantic freaking heroes jacket. Ah. Yeah. When I if so, the goal before next BlizzCon is to lose a lot of weight, and when I turn into that person, then I can. It can just be all of my clothes. Right. It can be a hundred percent of my clothes at that point. <laughs> Well, I absolutely love it and uh, can't wait to wear it again. But I'm we- I am wearing my other heroes thing, so I have that on. Yeah. Uh, whoops, I, rub- I rubbed the wrong boob. I, it's this I like that you checked your boobs to make sure. Yep, still wearing it. Yep, still wearing it. Always check your boobs. Okay, let's talk about Orphea. Yeah, she's a coffin lady, uh, a young girl uh, possessed of death magic, and uh, her dad. I guess is it her dad? Is the is yeah, the Raven dad. Lord her dad? Okay, we don't know who the yeah. mom is though. Who's the mom? Probably an undead. Uh, we, you or it's in the new comic that's about to come up. I saw a panel. I saw a comic panel with the mom in it. I think it's, it might have even been in the heroes. Kevin uh, deep Johnson. Dive. Kevin Johnson. <laughs> Kevin Johnson is her, is her mom. Okay. Finally, he's he's found his his place. Uh, oh, did we mention Kevin Johnson's getting an answer back? We should mention that because it's it's, cool. it's in the notes. Yeah, we'll we're, get we're, there. all right, we're we'll get there. The show's just starting, folks. <clears throat> Buckle up. But anyway, she was she was born in the Nexus. Uh, quite literally, got her uh, beginnings in the comic, and uh, she's the uh, the petulant child of the Raven Lord. And they have this video if you haven't seen it, where there's a you know big conflict between them and the fight ensues and she sort of picks a side and that is not the side of her father uh as a result uh she seems like she's on the on the side of good and right and uh wants to uh stop her dad at all costs kind of thing uh that's her lore there's a lot more to it than that i'm sort of giving it short shrift but she is a damaged hero although they don't call her an assassin in the video because i think in the in the um what, what do they call that the spotlight video because yep. I think they were still sort of in the middle of doing this new, um, these new roles, which we'll talk about in the show, I'm sure today. I definitely want to talk about it. Um, but she is absolutely a in in the tradition of an assassin. She is that. Um, it's hard to call her melee because she not only has a ranged auto attack, but her abilities, while melee abilities are long range, uh, 
or relatively long range. And she runs around with a coffin on her back and is a complete badass. Uh, let's, I guess, talk more details about how we think she plays and stuff. So what do we think of her kit? Bo, do you think she's... Uh, well, the chat room keeps asking. We may as well answer the question. You think she's going to come out of the gate so OP that it's just going to steamroll everybody? Um, well, I mean, heroes often come a little overtuned. Uh, so it has nothing to do with the, that she's an original hero. Um, she may, in fact, you know, need numbers tweaks just like Phoenix and just like so many damage heroes this year. I mean, Hanzo was some rough business when first launched. So, yeah, it might be a good time to start playing her as right away. Uh, she certainly felt very strong. So probably she'll launch uh, and need some tuning. That's my guess. Mm hmm. So, yeah, it has nothing to do with that she's an original hero or that her kit is in any way, you know, that different. You know, it, it's just probably a numbers thing. So uh, she will be strong, but her abilities, you know, are are, are, are fun. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the OP part is that they're really fun to do. Specifically, uh, let's talk about Shadow Waltz, her Q. Yeah. Um. So remember how excited I was for Lunara, and then we got Lunara. I was like, oh, this isn't quite what I had in mind. Mm. This isn't what I thought they were showing me. Uh, so they put it in the game, what I was actually looking for, which is that the Q uh, triggers uh, additional movement upon hitting a hero, like a, a dash, which is actually better than what I was even imagining, because a dash is fairly instant. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fun. Now, with Callista and League of Legends, it's it's based on an auto attack, and you don't have to hit a hero. You can do anything to get that movement speed. But it's a unique expression of a similar mechanic in this game, which I can definitely appreciate. Um, so I really like the Q. I think the Q makes the hero for the most part. Um, I really love it. And it does a lot of damage. It lets you, it lets you your next inputted move command so long as you're not holding down the right mouse button and just moving around, mm -hmm. makes you dash a little bit. Um, I like that quite a bit. And it really, Shadow. really significantly reduces the cooldown on Q, which means you can do that same loop again. And if you're good, right. you're going to do it a lot. And it's very satisfying. Uh, the only downside for me was having to get used to this. I have this tendency to, it's not stutter stepping, but when I um, have a hero and I attack with it, and it's kind of close range. I like to get it off and then move back. And in this case, that's actually something you want to, you don't want to just go back because you're actually going to dash back. Now you're all out of the fight. Um, it's a good escape if you need it. But what I mean is like, the point is like, I should be scooting toward them, doing it again, getting close again, doing it again, the way you were coaching me basically the other day. And if you haven't seen that VOD, I recommend watching it on the channel here. Uh, because once it started to click, it was like, oh, yeah, dude, I could just chase this beefy tank down and kill them. Like, they're going to die, and I'm not going to die. It's a really, really fun hero. She's she's super awesome. And I, it gives me great hope for the idea of Nexus-born heroes moving forward. Um, And I hope we see more of them. I assume we will, you know. Yeah. There'll be a yeah. time. I mean, the biggest takeaway, guys, like, her abilities are pretty self-evident. Chomp chomps a thing like there isn't much to really say about it in terms of i'm hearing a lot of she's a high skill cap hero i think she's not that <laughs> skill i think she'll be tough for newer players to learn especially the q and how to leverage that properly and all, a lot of her abilities have wind up times so timing and leading with them 
will present a challenge. I I think they'll I think it'll get pretty flat. Like once you get good with her, I, I don't. <laughs> To me, yeah. like Vikings are high skill characters, right? Like this is not, you know, I don't want people to feel intimidated. Uh, hopefully, we see some excellent Orphea play, but um, you know, she has very little useful or easy to get off forms of CC. Like everything is big wombo damage, so yeah. she needs a lot of support from her team, uh, you know, to to stay protected. Our games, like I think, went very well. Uh, so our impressions are going to be that she's super powerful. But once you start meeting more challenging opponents, uh, she she is vulnerable, just like a lot of mages, and uh, it's going to require a good team to protect her. So I, I don't think I think she's just probably going to be a little difficult for newer players to learn to leverage mm-hmm. uh, all the damage she can put out, and to know when to take chances with her because her her trait allows her to heal herself for the damage that that auto attack does and that auto attack gets a big damage boost the more dots you have more stacks up to three so you can push thing you can push your limits a lot on the hero but i don't think on the scale of things that she's you know going to be that high i think she'll be very accessible once you get used to how she plays mm-hmm. and she's a lot of fun and it's, her graphics, like the, to me, the biggest thing is her graphics are so cool. Yeah, they're really good. I, like I, they're very flashy, and I like the is it dichotomy? You know, where she's like mm-hmm. a young a young woman and fighting with her father, very teenage like, and yet she's got this disgusting friend. Yeah, you know? yeah. Her, her imaginary friend <clears throat> is like an unlikely person. I'm sure there's movies that are analogs to this that I can't think of it, but you know. She's friends with the evil teddy bear in her closet that likes to murder people. Exactly. That's a great, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. She's totally the embodiment of that. And she's just, uh, there's a fun factor there that I'm not saying is missing in other heroes, but I wonder if if they just had a freedom with her because you're making her up from whole cloth. You're not having to to build on top of an existing archetype from one of the IPs we're all familiar with, Um, you know, be they Illidan or Thrall or whoever. It's just this, you know, building a brand new character from from raw clay and seeing what you can make out of it must be really exciting for them um in this game anyway because i mean that's what you know all the other games kind of have a lot of heroes that are inspired by blizzard stuff from the original dota mod um but here's blizzard themselves inspiring themselves to make a whole new thing that's got nothing to do with anyone else and it's really hard for me to compare it to anybody else i thought when we first saw our video oh she's a little like kerrigan with the reach of the of the sloppy uh thing and uh, for with her Q, or maybe she's, you know, like I couldn't think of who else, but she she kind of has these different things that that feel similar to other characters. But I don't know; it feels like all her own. Feels like brand new stuff, and it, but it's not yeah. stuff that's so yeah. hard to figure. It's not like obtuse. It, it's very easy yeah. to get your head around it. It's just she's she's very unique. I, I like her. I like her a lot. Uh, John, any other thoughts about our new friend Morpheus? No, she's great. She's uh, it's all about the shadow waltz. Um, I just really I love the way her character flows and goes together. And uh, I'm really excited. This is the this is the first hero in a while where I'm actually just eagerly awaiting the launch day because I just want to play more games with her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, uh, if this is what heroes look like uh, without the constraints of having to use a lore hero, then please do. Mm-hmm. I I like it quite a bit. I like that we have our own stuff, actually, because as much as this being a fan letter to other Heroes of the Storm games, 
I've often commented that makes me feel like we don't have our own special stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just think there's a lot of reasons for them to continue, not just doing this, but adding more unique heroes. Yeah. When your entire roster, when your entire roster is the special stuff, because you're the creator of Illidan, Thrall, Jaina, everybody, Mm -hmm. nothing's special at that point because they're already special and you own them. So bringing this in just feels like another level of special. Or like a, yeah. a level beyond Blizzard's normal special, which is which is great for them. Sorry, I interrupted. And you. I would I, w- I would I would tell our audience, and I'll, I'll break it here. We'll see how wide this goes. That that there will be other unique heroes, and there will they will come from the other realms. There are some voice lines in there that um, there's usually intros and responses. You know, uh, there's a question to Deckard Kane and a response to Deckard Kane if there's a unique interaction. Mm-hmm. She actually comes. Uh, in the client right now, equipped with several lines that address players from different realms. So, you know, Blackheart's realm, and I think the um, uh, is it the Sun God? You know, the the, the Sky Temple realm that yeah. that talk to non-specific heroes from those realms. Mm. And it it could be it could be that it's addressing skins because remember we had the generals of the Raven Lord. And if you're playing Alex Straza with the general of the Raven Lord skin, that could be what the game's going to look at and just consider as a hero for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% sure, but I suspect that the Raven Lord and his realm is going to be part of an ongoing narrative that's going to involve many of the characters you're seeing as announcers right now that you're like, who's this Lady Nightshade? Mm. Like, do they just take a portrait and say that's an announcer? that no, there will be a storyline involving, involving Lady Nightshade and Lady Nightshade will have her her nephew who's like this giant snake man or something. You know, who knows what they're going to do? So I'm super into it. If this gives them flexibility, creativity, and helps us invest in our own unique lore, I am super for it and I look forward to more. I do as well. Uh, address one quick thing from Rufus P. Funkendale, Funkerdale in the chat says, um, I don't know, original MOBA heroes are a dime a dozen. There's literally hundreds of them. And I made the comment that I like the ones Blizzard makes because I think they have a special way of doing that. But getting excited, let's say your preference is, no, I, I'm more, much more excited about bringing Reinhardt for, over, for example. Well, I would say me too. I would also be excited about that. But remind, uh, let's remind ourselves, Blizzard made Reinhardt from nothing. Blizzard made Thrall from nothing. Blizzard made every character we've talked about today from nothing at some point. Were they born in a MOBA? No, but what's the difference? Like, they're creating these characters. They're putting all kinds of thought into them. To me, because they are the um, the manufacturing plant for all of these archetypes that everyone else rips off constantly, mm-hmm. them starting something new within their MOBA is as exciting because it's made new just like Lucio is new and Reinhardt is new and Hanzo is new and everybody's new. I agree. I I think though, I also kind of understand where Rufus P. Funkerdale is coming from. (laughs) I personal preference. I would prefer that uh, original heroes and heroes of the storm be the exception to the rule. I'm happy that they exist. I'm, I would like to see it at kind of the pace that we've seen so far. Lots of heroes from the universe and then maybe an original hero where it, when and where it makes sense. Um, because, yeah, I think 
I think that was my complaint about the comic book, too, as we were reading through the comic, as I said, you know, this is okay, but the whole nice, cool thing about Heroes is you get to see Jim Rayner interact with Tyrael, right. and they're not leaning on that, and I think that kind of, for me, plays into the gameplay, too. I want to see I want to see the iconic characters as well. But right. I'm happy with Orphea. I think she's great, and I'm happy to live in a world where we're getting both. And that's to me the best of both worlds. Right. And basically, uh, what you're I'm, what you're describing is, um, uh, how do I put this? That you said iconic, and that's I think that's I I will agree that that's important or that makes a difference, right? Why is um, let's pick any hero. Why is Deckard Kane iconic? Well, because Deckard Kane has a whole lot more happening with his character, and for many many years things have been happening with Deckard Kane. More than twenty years, we have had to deal with that guy. And so when he is introduced, it's like, ah, our old pal Deckard Kane, who we know from all these other things. Whereas Orphea is like, ah, Orphea, we don't know you at all. Welcome to the party. This might be awkward for a while. Like, I totally get that. Like, she hasn't, she doesn't have the roots that even Overwatch heroes have. The Overwatch heroes have had a chance to prove themselves in their way, in their game, in their place, and have that cachet as they come over here. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You reminded me. Here's a weird thought, though. You want to know what I think would be awesome? Mm. You just reminded me on Overwatch, so it's not completely out of nowhere. What if Bob got added to Heroes of the Storm? I'd be totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Yeah. And this is the game where you can completely play and control Bob. I am 100% with Bob. Let's stick it to the Overwatch team. I want Bob to do uh, something. Yeah, let's put him in Heroes. Do something, you want to play Bob? Yeah. Put him yeah. in Heroes. I'm with you. I say do it. Do yeah. it, yeah. Heroes keep, team. Keep Ash. We don't need another white-haired girl in Heroes of the Storm. We need <laughs> we need Bob. We need some Omnics in this damn game. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> I love yeah. When the Fox says Bob gets added to Heroes of the Storm and Ash is his ultimate. All right. That's yeah, fine. That okay. would actually be really yeah. funny. <laughs> Her, ship it. Done. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about it's it. Ready. I love this idea. Lashes, yeah. you still listening? You got the ear of the devs. Go uh, pass <laughs> yeah, that on, Bob, will you? Donnie Vermillion announcer and Bob. Okay. Done. Yeah. Sir. Bob the hero. <laughs> um, I Look, it's, this is the same situation as Diablo Immortal and whatever comes after Diablo. We can have both and we don't need to argue about it. Like, come on now. You've had 80 heroes from Blizzard lore. I think we could have a couple of original heroes sprinkled yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, if if I, I, I'm with him, I if suddenly okay. if suddenly for the next ten months it was just an original hero every month, I'd start to go, wait a minute, Blizzard, what are you doing? They're not going to do I'd that. Be okay with it. They're not. I don't do care that. as long as the mechanics are fun, and I think it's I think it's be- I think it's healthier. It's one less constraint to work under, and uh, I have enough confidence, especially after seeing Orphea, yeah. to be like it doesn't matter to me. I I love Blizzard games, but. I'm I, this has my personality. This is all subjective. I don't need, I don't need it to be from Blizzard lore. I just need it to be fun. Yeah, I I, yeah. I I like. I don't want Donald Duck in the game. That goes without saying. But like you know, but what if his kit was awesome? <laughs> yeah, what if he had a really <laughs> good kit? What if his ultimate what would was Donald Duck's kit? Be just him getting mad because everything went wrong. All the time? Yeah, one of yeah. his kit, one of his ultimates would be putting on pants. Finally, that's what that his, would be. One of his ults, uh, he gets Don Cheadle's voice and says very heroic things. Perfect. Now, wait, why Don Cheadle? Why him in particular? That happened in the new Ducktales show. Oh, nobody no, could no, we, need, we need old Donald Duck. We need like nineteen twenties Donald Duck it's, or something like that. 
no, it's great. It was great. It was great, and you're all crazy. That show is fantastic. It's also 30s, I think, late 30s. I'm not oh, sure 19, 19 late 30s. I'm not actually sure about that. How do you say it? I should know that. Classic, classic Donald Duck when he. Yeah, I can't do Donald Duck. <laughs> he was doing that too. That's why they gave him the voice translator. He needed to coordinate a fight, and nobody could understand him, so they got. I had Donald an uncle who could do Donald Duck. It's hard to do. It is hard yeah. to do. You got to that whole thing with your throat. I can't do that. I don't know. You're pretty close. I don't know, dude. Good. You know what's wrong with me? Blizz, the thing BlizzCon left me with. I never get sick of BlizzCons. I never get like colds or anything. Um, everyone else, I a lot of people I know, both uh, Ibit and a few others have it. Um, but I never get sick. But I always, my throat always hurts from all the yelling, and it still hurts. Like if I get too loud on this show, it hurt. It'll hurt all night. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna just talk in a nice, even, low tone, yeah. so that you all can have a show next week and not have me talking like my voice is broken. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, real quick on her ultimates. I just want to touch on these real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Her first is Eternal Feast. Uh, you got a second and a half wind up on this thing, but once it lands, you got this big circle. And it's, uh, in a lot of ways, she's like stuke off with a <laughs> gone wrong. Like she's got so much goopy weirdness happening, but this big circle. And her big worm thing, what's it name? Chomp or whatever. Is that the name of it? What is it? Yeah, I Chomp. think it's Chomp. Okay, yeah. so the ability and the creature's name is Chomp. All right, that's fine. Anyway, it jumps across. You've seen the videos, people, so you've seen it do it, but she'll jump up. He jumps up, jumps down, jumps up, jumps down. Just causes this constant amount of damage as long as somebody's in that circle. And if you get out of the circle, it stops. As long as one, As long as no enemies are in the circle, it has a very short run and it's out of there. If people stay within that circle, it goes indefinitely. And it just seems like there are a lot of really cool Wombo opportunities just waiting to happen with her, with other heroes, whether it's Mosh Pit or uh, Ring of Ring of uh, Frost or I don't know what else. I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but there's stuff to be done there that would cause some serious pain and trouble for players. You can even do it, uh, Nazebo, when he pulls out his little ghost and starts chasing somebody. I'd drop the ult on him, and he'd be sitting there with his ghost, and then it just he's getting chomped the entire time. Yeah, it's so good. I, yeah. It's my ult. I can't cancel it. I only get one. It once every hundred seconds. Yeah. What do I do? Well, it's any anytime anybody has like a has a cast kind of a stand and cast thing. Uh, mind control is another good one. There's a few others, I'm sure. What Our, about temporal, or not temporal loop, but um, slowing sands? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. And if someone gets in there, bye-bye. And as much as they tried to make her the nemesis of Leoric in that video because of his skin and she's a schoolgirl and all that, yeah, um, that's Entomb plus that is a scary freaking piece of business. Like, oh, Entomb, I like yeah. it. Yeah, so they'll, they'll be buddies uh-huh. before you know it. That, that fight's all fake. It's fake news. Um, so there, so that's pretty cool. But then crushing jaws actually was the one we seemed to pick a lot on the stream and use quite a bit, but basically it's like a little accordion unit that, uh, will deal a bunch of damage, 275 damage and stun people for almost a full second, uh, within that space. That seems like a pretty smart pick if you're trying to set up, um, you know, set other players up for some, for some stuff in a good team fight. Um, thoughts on crushing jaws. That one seemed all right. Yeah, I mean, they're both good. They're both situational. Crushing Jaws allows you to wombo in a spot. Like, it gives you, including with teammates, it sets up a situation where 
you can dump a lot of damage in a spot. Mm -hmm. If you got a team where that's already taken care of and you just want to have the extra wombo damage, then Eternal Feast works. Mm -hmm. So they're both pretty good. I mean, Eternal Feast feels really bad because they can walk out of it pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And and we even saw in your game, Scott, uh, a well-meaning ETC sort of mosh pit it at the same time as you cast it in Mm -hmm. a choke. And that person didn't even get hit with it. Yeah, yeah. So there needs to be some co- level of coordination combination, I think, to really get Eternal Feast. Because if you're just taking it in solo queue, they're probably going to walk out of it. Unless, like John's example, they they don't cancel their <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta make this teams, happen. <laughs> if you have soft opponents, then it's probably fine. But smart opponents will get out of it pretty quick. So yeah. um, you'll want to take Crushing Jaws because that is not really counterable. Right. Uh, as long as uh, you get them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Anas do it too when they're shooting down their sights, and you're just like, I I do it with the Artanis laser. I put it on them, and they're like, <laughs> but I gotta get all my bullets out before I go, <laughs> and they just sit there and get blown up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, one important thing we haven't talked about yet. I'm gonna play a little bit of it. Here you go. See, I told you I'd see you in the Nexus. This thing is about to start. Talon up. What's up? I'm Kevin from the Heroes Dev Team, and I'm here to announce your game. Let's get started. Okay, I gotta admit, it's you weird. Listen to Mega Kill. You, you oh, let me kill? keep going here. Welcome to Heroes of the Storm. I'll get ready for on. battle about to begin. So let's watch. Let's the see. match begins in ten seconds. He's, he's got one hundred and thirty lines. We're not Choose a talent. Really oh, a brutal assault. Ooh, that guy didn't read the patch notes. <laughs> oh it's so cornball i love it i mean i remember the reddit threads that were like petitioning for this forever and they did it they gave him they gave us a kevin johnson announcer pack and uh he's in there man but it's weird at first because when i first hear it i go wait is there a video playing somewhere else in a browser like i thought i left a a, a spotlight video open or something i'm like oh no, no no he's the announcer in the game duh it's crazy it was weird hearing that and you could select him at the demo thing that we played he's selectable and you know, was just in there. And so we used him for some of the games we did. But um yeah. Very positive. Yeah. It will make you feel good about your game. I agree hundred percent. I think it's awesome. I'm really glad they added him. Let me jump to the end of his text and see if he says anything uh interesting. I uploaded Mega Kill. Like that. Oh. GG. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> he is stoked. All right, let's see what Bo sent. Uh Mega Kill. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give him any echo or anything nope. he just had yeah. him do it just flat. and usually the mega kills are really they really put the gravel in their voice the voice actors like mega kill yeah, yeah. he's like mega kill boy. mega kill everybody <laughs> and i'm ma, glad ma, 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 mega kill he's a, like ma, 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 mega a, man ghost he's a very uh, he's an endearing guy i like him I yeah like him. i love it it's 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 a unique space in the announcer thing, and it's endearing as hell. Yeah, I'll pick it a lot, probably. Oh yeah, I'll get it. for a lot of things. I'll get it. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I'll, I've got some shards just waiting to be spent. I think that might be where I do it. Uh, <laughs> Is that a creepy <laughs> message to send him on Twitter? Yeah. I got some shards set aside for you, boy. <laughs> uh, I was hoping we'd see him there. Um, never did. I don't know if he was on any panels or anything or part of anything. Uh, he, he was on the deep dive for Orphea. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Did, he, did he moderate that or was he doing question answers? No, he or? was one of the presenters. Uh, oh. There was four. Okay. I think there were, uh, he's just got such a, he's got a really, really good voice for this stuff. 
Like they could use him for all kinds of, he could be the voice of God in that place and just take oh. over for Brode. Yeah. yeah. It was all the people that worked on it. It was like Kyle, Kyle Dates. Mm-hmm. He's made a lot of my favorite heroes. And uh, I think it's Lena. I don't think it's Lana, Lana, Lana Baczynski, who's like an animator there. And I can't remember who else they had. She did Someone the, an- I think she was the animator on Orphea. I think. Yeah, since she's yeah. been doing Orphea animations for over a year. Oh my lord. Like, this is a real point of pride for the team. Like it's not to be underscored enough. And like I know some of you aren't into the original heroes and all of that, but they put a lot of work into this one. They're mm-hmm. really proud of it. And I think they deserve to feel that way. I think if I made a thing rather than draw or make sprawl for the umpteenth time, I'd rather make my own thing and put my own mark on sure. Lizard franchise history. Absolutely. That would be my feeling. And they did it here. All right, a couple of uh, other updates that came out of the show. Custom map editor is set aside but not being and not being worked on, but it is still a thing that could make its way uh, to, to our uh, hands at some point. Uh, they brought that up. Party finder and clans remains in development were mentioned uh, as, as on the go, meaning they're, they're working on it. I think they need to make that. Well, whatever. I can't tell them what priority is, but I feel like party finder and clans should be, should be a big deal. And performance-based matchmaking, they uh, self-deprecatingly brought that up again, talked about how uh, things didn't really work out last year with their plans, what they learned from that, and um, they say it is to be repurposed to educate players, no longer use as part of the ranked point system. Also, they are getting rid of, and this should be in this next patch, um, uh, what, what, what do you call it? the graduating match? Not graduating match. What do you, what do you call it? Your promotion Placement. and demotion. There promotion you go. And demotion. Yeah, that's all yeah. in the big ticket changes. So oh, you put that in here. here. Okay, I missed that. Yeah, it's all well, here. I got, I got all of it. All right, we'll talk so about that too. So that's yeah. coming up. All right, so let's talk about the role system update because I think that's a big deal. Um, in fact, to me, one of the biggest deals because now I can pick Nazebo and not feel guilty. Um, yeah. They now have these the following classifications, or they will have the following classifications for hero types in the game. Tank, bruiser, melee assassin, healer, support, ranged assassin, and no specialists. They're gone. Done. Bo, you got your Bye, wish, buddy. Specialists. Yeah, how yep. you, how you feel? How you feeling about that? Good. I'm glad. And now they just need to make sure... Uh, to change the kits on all the he- uh, heroes, Sylvanas uh, coming up next. But guys, let's just change it from this, you know, toxic and play by myself gameplay. Get rid of it. Yeah, and it's good. It's perfect. It's needed. Yeah. Um. You know, notably, they didn't add a siege specialist uh, category because mm-hmm. I think these games are short. We don't need people that specialize in that kind of stuff. Well, and you still can. It's just it. It's just a hero that happens to maybe you know hammer can siege. But they no longer, I don't know what, you know, future reworks look like. Maybe it brings them closer into what it means to be a ranged assassin or something. But, and I forgot to check what those were actually. They would have probably been, probably ranged assassin. I didn't see where more hammer was, but. Yeah, hammer would be a ranged assassin. Yeah, I would think so. Ranged assassin. But the, just because a hero may excel at a certain additional skill, like taking down camps quickly or sieging or whatever the thing may be. I like that they they're no longer rele- relegated to this space of like, well, you got to pick a specialist, like a weirdo that sits in the bottom lane while you go do other stuff. Like, I really yeah, it's not like a role this. on the team. It's yeah. not a role. Like, no one's ever like, we don't have a specialist on our team, GG. You know, but it's yeah. like we don't have a tank. People are gonna be pissed. Yeah. Uh, so that really sort of solidifies in my mind why you need roles is, is to communicate what we need on the team. No one needs a siege 
character on their team. Yeah, and Rebuzz one says no specialist frowny face. They're all still there. You're not losing any characters. They're yeah. just being reclassified into yeah. no, but they're be, they're slowly being targeted for reworks. And like Asmodan is still good at wave clear. He's nowhere near the monster he was right post rework or yeah post rework. Yeah. I'm down. I'm completely yeah. uh, completely 100 percent down with these changes. I think it's great. No problems at all. Uh, quick match queue. Teams always have one tank, one healer, one ranged assassin, and two flex. Bonuses for underrepresented roles will be offered. That's coming next week. John, you perked right up when I saw you when that got announced as I was sitting next to you during this uh, panel. Yeah. What you should have too. I did. We're, we're tanks and healers over here. Yep. We're not. We don't need that glory. Mm-mm. So we're going to just reap the benefits. We're going to just sit back. And it's going to be just XP boost for days. Yep. In theory. Or whatever the bonus is. In theory. I, I played some rando quick matches last night and uh, played, let's see, four matches total. And I played two of them with a healer and two with assassins. The two healer games, we rocked the other team. And the two assassin games, we barely eked one out and lost one. I'm not saying that's indicative of anything. I just... I just I just like it when I feel that there's some love for some good healing, you know? Yeah. And here's a chance for you to do that and get bonuses for it. So there you go. Uh, that's next week. Holy crap. I can't believe that's already happening. Is that also true of like, well, we'll get to it. Not everything. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff that's coming out over time. They revealed a lot of stuff that's going to be this year in Heroes, yeah. probably sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of it we're going to have to wait for. So I know we're talking about it later or a little bit later, but Fort's giving you an extra or giving you a catapult every third minion wave. The occasional yeah, but... catapult is that later or soon? Uh, that's, that's we don't later, later. Yeah, we don't I think when. that's December, probably December. If we heard a date at all. Okay. We heard a lot of dates, so it's hard to remember what exactly they said was we're targeting December versus later than that. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to comment on that real quick because we're playing the game. You'd you'd get you'd take down that first fort, and that there was a text float or a text pop up that would float up that said, "Occasional catapults," <laughs> which yeah, is kind of a, a weird thing to see, but there it was. Anyway, we'll see when that comes in. So I want to take just a quick moment because Quantum Gamer pointed it out, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that also are wondering this. Who said, uh, yeah, I didn't understand how early catapults are supposed to prevent snowballing. Um, and the reason it should help fight snowballing, like, it's supposed to be a perk. It is supposed to do good for you. But the reason is, is because, let's say, theoretically, you're on Garden of Terror and you win the objective. In yeah. theory, you're ahead because you won the objective. You probably got a kill. You, at the very least, were able to hold the objective. So you're probably already in a lead. Then the objective comes out, starts stomping down the lane, destroys a bunch of forts and keeps, which gets you more XP, which gets you a bigger lead than you already had, which you were already ahead on. And you're able to fight alongside it for perhaps even an additional lead on top of that. By getting rid of the XP that you would get from the forts and keeps, it doesn't give you that extra bonus award um but they needed to give something 
Right. And that something is a catapult, which does give an advantage because you shouldn't get nothing for winning the game. Right. Um, but it's not something that's so overblown that it's just, well, we just won. Now let's just keep winning harder. Yeah. I'm glad you explained that because the they explained it really well on stage during the deep dive. But I, um, I still walked away. And if somebody had asked me, hey, Scott, quickly explain to me how that works, I would have been terrible at explaining it. Because it's 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 it seems counterintuitive, right? To say, right. here's here's oh you've done the thing and we're trying to stop snowballing, but here's a catapult early in the game. It does seem counterintuitive, but I think you just explained it well. Um, let's see, Critch, er, we talked about that. Boosts, stim packs have turned into boosts. No more stim packs. Kissing goodbye. They're done. Out. Finished. You gain up to forty five percent bonus XP per person in your game with a boost on either team, and this comes next week. No, sorry, five, I I miswrote that. Five percent per person to a maximum of forty-five percent. Oh, I see, to a max of forty. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, that I, mean, I miswrote that. Just going to clear that up. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's next week though. That's good, right? What yeah. is, What do they yes, look like sure. visually? Are they are they they, uh, they just they they have a new visual. They look like green scrolly potions of yeah. some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You get a little visual flair in the client. Um. You also get a little UI element when you finish your game, showing you how much. You missed by not having a boost. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's just basically if same price, you're just getting more XP for your boosts. All right, I'm in. I like it. Oh yeah, there they are. I see them now. It's like a little. Uh, I don't know what to call that, but yeah, a little, a little flourishy looking boosty graphic, <laughs> for lack of a better way of explaining that. Anyway. Uh, this is all detailed on the site, by the way. All this stuff we're talking about on the Blizzard uh, Heroes of the Storm news site. So I would recommend checking that stuff out after we're done with the show. Uh, they also had something we're going to call here one rank to rule them all. Hero and Team League combined. Uh, Checkbox if you want to play versus solo queue players. Uh, otherwise, you're going to play against various stacks. I think that sounds great. And in keeping with uh, already successful changes to Team League. So I'm all for this. I will probably play ranked mode in every season now because I don't really have a reason not to now. I think this is great. And if I decide I want to just do solo queue players, I can. But if I don't, or, you, I don't know, you can you can do up. Yeah, you know you can just you can buddy up. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is sometimes you're a little nervous to go in on your own, but you get a friend and you're chatting and having a good time. It de-stresses you. Yeah, takes the anxiety down. I agree. Uh, loss forgiveness for ranked if you are uh, if you if you get a lever is coming the lever will be heavily penalized stacking for repeated occurrences and you will not get screwed um and then this makes sense yeah like, you... i know a lot of people that i talked to said they were worried this would get abused but i think at the end of the day better to err that on the side that doesn't penalize the people who had to suffer it than you know people abused it and found a way around it and someone got penalized for it. What was the so way, also, what was the way they would abuse it? Did people say, did they explain that? The idea would be that if we were all playing and things looked bad and we were like, Oh, we're going to lose. We don't want to get dinged. Scott drop, <laughs> you oh, know, I see. and now you're a lever and we don't have to deal with the XP loss. Mm. Like, but you can only do that so many times before you're taking a really big personal hit. 
And also, generally speaking, I think it's better to err on the side that favors the people that do get dinged by the system right. rather than let them get dinged really hard because you're worried someone's going to abuse it. You're also not gaining anything. Like, you may be losing, but you're not gaining any points mm -hmm. out of it. Mm -hmm. you, you know, so, I don't know. Yeah, you don't gain MMR, well, or whatever their new name for it is, and you don't lose it now. Well, it's MMR, yeah. The new name. They're doing it, Steve. This also remains to be seen how ranked points... Since they're gone, how MMR actually gets calculated. I may have burped so, involuntarily just now. Just burped for no reason. It just kind of came out. Well, no, thank you. Thank yeah, you for that. I don't know what happened um, there. Yeah, because if it's an MMR calculation of points, the game might also not look like what it does today, making it... like I, I don't think it's a coincidence that all these changes are coming at once. Yeah. So That, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, let's see. Only three placement games now. Hall yes! hallelujah oh. dude oh my yeah, gosh no this kidding. is this is enough to make me want to lick the feet of the developers because whoa <laughs> that is a gross <laughs> overreaction to that news 10 is too many three is good 10 was ridiculous and stupid i, I agree but there is a line sir and uh it's far away to get you to get a person to just get down there and start licking toes yeah that's a good point I probably have taken that too far, but three the only three placement games. That's exciting. Some people would say, wait a minute. How is it possible? You could even tell the system who you are in the three measly games. I don't care. <laughs> I just only want to <laughs> have the three. I want to start yeah. seeing what's happening immediately. This isn't about not wanting to play heroes. Like it's not like, oh good. I only have to play three games total. I don't want to play more than that. It's not that it's, I want to get to the competition. Not the wonder right. who wonder how well I'm gonna do moment. I want to get past that and start fighting, and and building and and working toward being better, and not ten games of doing that. So this is great. Yeah, I agree. Very excited about great. that. Uh, let's see. And see tandem oh, yeah, with that, this next one. Oh yeah, season ranked quest update. Tell me about it, Bo. How does it work? Um, so they don't have specifics, but basically they're going to redesign the ranked quest. You know, stop at platinum or stop at master and get your thing. They're going to make design a quest such that you're going to want to play longer and rank. Didn't we talked about this on the show, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. like, this was a pitch. This is the exact idea. thing. Yeah, yep. I, I don't know who. I can't remember how, but I know we've talked about it. It's like the quest. Okay, John's pointing to himself like it's him. <laughs> it, was it was me. Um, here's your like tiara. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so uh, yeah, makes sense. Keep people playing after placements. Don't know what it's going to look like, but uh, the presenter did say multiple stops along the way. So is it just play 10 games after placements? It sounds like it's going to be a little more creative than that. So fingers crossed that we get something really cool. Yeah. 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 I'm excited about that. Um, let's see. Let's talk about XP changes. Oh, we do. I forgot to mention. Okay. No, no, wait, so promotion. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Promotion and demotion games gone. They're out. Done. Perfect. Again, nothing but good yeah. things out of this presentation. Thank they you. just said it doesn't feel good no matter what. There's a stress of, related to it. If you're demoting or promoting, it's a it's a not fun feeling to go in there and go, oh, I better win, I better win. Oh, shoot, I didn't. I have to do this over and over until I do it. Or if you're losing a rank, that just sucks. Like it just feels bad. And they said, yeah, we don't want we don't want this to feel bad, so we're taking it out. You just you either rank up or you don't. Uh, you, you're where you're at until you move up. Like it's it's smart. I think this is good, and I I never liked that demotion promotion stuff. Always bugged me. Um, rank points are gone. Game will now show MMR, but only in a friendly way, whatever that means. 
So it'll say like. So you're still going to be diamond or platinum, yeah. but it'll be like an example they gave was diamond 50. Right. So I think there's just going to be tons of buckets. Yeah. And that way you'll be fluctuating a lot, but it won't be as dramatic. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a more direct correlation to your MMR number, such that you could probably extrapolate what it was. Right. I like to believe that they will write it out for you, but they will only do it in the Wingdings font. <laughs> so it's all just like uh, playing card shapes and um, freaking <laughs> sign, like road signs That's and your stuff. Rank of like clubs uh, and <laughs> I'm an airplane smiley thing. face. What are you? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that. It's, then there's no way to really know if you're cool or not. Um, yeah, Diamond 50. That's where I'm heading. Yeah, right. Uh, gameplay changes. XP changes and combat, combat snowballing. Forts and keeps will no longer provide experience points. We talked about this. Towers award 50% less experience points. Mercs offer a plus 100% experience points, so there's a little bit of gain there. And trickle XP is plus 15. Where does the trickle come from? Oh, you're constantly earning experience points. <laughs> Uh, I didn't answer that one. Well, I mean, like, yeah. is that just from it comes minions? From your, it comes from your dong. That's where the trickle comes from. You don't close it off. But like, if I if it's no, is it's, it just constantly killing minions and that's your trickle, or where's is it no, just no, happening? No, it's just your the game is always giving you XP. Interesting. I didn't know You're that. Constantly gaming gaining XP. Never knew that. Have they told? Yeah. I guess they probably have told us yeah. this before. Right? Yeah. Well, if you hover over the. Uh, the top part of your game client, you'll actually see where the sources of all the XP you've earned in the game come from. Okay. And some of it is trickle. Drizzle. It would be better, chat room. Or says. drizzle. Oh, yeah. yeah. XP but drizzle. So even if you sit in the Hall of Storms and do nothing, you'll still get experience points. XP dribble. That's even better. Uh, forts now give you a catapult every third minion wave. That's the occasional catapult we talked about before. Uh, armor stacking is now removed. The game will calculate the largest buff and debuff and use that. Unclear if any armor will stack if it originated from multiple hero sources. So I think we got an answer yeah. in that, and the answer is no. I've been hearing, I've been watching community stuff. That seems to be the understanding, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Yeah, so if you get uh, 50% or you get 50 armor from something, an ability or whatever it is, and another 25% happens someplace else, you'll just take the 50. Yeah, it, the way it is... Today is you get 75, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, boom, armor sources stack. They're no longer going to stack. Right. Whatever the highest is of what you have is what you should have. And one of the questions I wish I'd asked in the interview that I don't know is, is if having spell armor versus physical armor matter. Like, like if you have 50 spell armor but 25 physical armor, do you still retain... Right. both armors do those stack because they are well not that they stack armors. but that you just have both like concurrently right. that you have because right. your visual display next to your health is only going to show your highest mm. so that's something that needs some clarification um apart from that though i think it's pretty straightforward there's an ama coming up that would be a fantastic question oh yeah so fantastic question AMA. for it would be when is that do we know when that is tomorrow uh, tomorrow yeah okay that's soon. I believe it's November eighth, so it might be today for the people listening on the podcast. Yeah. So navigate yourself over to ye old Reddit. Yeah. And uh, there's this. I'm gonna go look in there and just make sure we gave the right info. Don't go near the Diablo Reddit; it'll burn your fingers on your keyboard. Oh, I've been in there. It's it's bad. a it's a hell space. It's bad, you guys. Yeah, I avoid bad neighborhoods. I didn't go. Yeah, don't go to that neighborhood. Stay out of that district. 
for now. Uh, Just for now. They'll the, it'll get gentrified. But I for live now, in Whimsy Shire, where it's happy. <laughs> I'm in the cow level. That's where I like to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, sticky this. Yeah, it's Thursday, November eighth, on the Heroes of the Storm Reddit. Yeah. Uh, starting at, you're taking quite your questions from 10 a.m. Pacific to 12, and then they answer after. So. Fantastic. Um. Okay. Final bit of news that we think is pretty important. Um, reworks. There are two that are very likely happening in December. They're both happening, but they're likely happening in December. They're going after the undead, everybody. Sylvanas and Stitches getting reworks. They're combining yeah. them into Sil Stitches. Uh, one character does it all. Nope, that's not true. No, that's true. Stitanus. Stitanus. Um, Sylvanas moved into ranged uh, assassin category, right? I yes, assume. I right. Okay. Boy, I, this excites me to hear these new categories. It really does. It's weird. It shouldn't. It doesn't matter. Like, they're just named. But I get excited right. about it, and I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but I am. Sylvanas is specialist. Like, have you seen the BFA trailer? You know, <laughs> yeah, she's a real. Specialist. I mean, she does annihilate a tower, but still, she's a super badass into the whole thing. Like, right? And it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm good at killing towers. Like, it's like, <laughs> no, she's a, like, she's good at slaughtering hordes of alliance. Yeah, like you know, or anything demons listen, whatever gets listen to me the horde you take care of this battle i'll be down in a place where no one is chopping away at their freaking fort like yeah it doesn't work that way like you kill the bad guys i'll make sure the castle doesn't shoot us yeah Thanos, i will shoot this tower you do a really good you do a great sylvanas she's hard to do i think so you do a good one and Nathanos would say, I'm the Raven Lord. Oh, no, wait. That's the other job. <laughs> nope, just kidding. Nathanos, the all. The all-seeing Nathanos. Red-eyed McGillicuddy. All right. Uh, anyway, Sylvanas, Stitches. Look forward to those. Those reworks are coming. They gave not too many details on what that would be. But you can expect Maybe, maybe some we'll get our Sylvanas announcer. Oh, hey. I hope so. Mm, mm. That's what I want. Yeah, that'd be all right. It's a whole undead theme. Maybe we'll get some banners, and so I don't need to. I I will get too excited. But <laughs> Just in I, time for Winter's Veil. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What it says Winter's Veil <laughs> like a boatload of undead. <laughs> yeah. Well, put hats on them; they'll be fine. All right. Uh, a quick note that if you enjoy our banter, and you would like more of it and additional people in it, well, I got great news for you because every Saturday at three p.m. Mountain Time, we do a three-hour stream. Uh, that is all D&D for those three hours. Bo is our DM. We're doing a campaign. We've been doing it for 35-plus episodes. And that's uh, myself, John, Bo, and Kyle Ferguson. Kristen uh, is also there, and she's fantastic, and we're all fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's great. I'm really tooting our own horn now. Uh, that's over at therewillbedungeons.com. Therewillbedungeons.com. Join us this Saturday as we do more in our in our fantastic world that Bo has crafted. From, We've crafted it together. Sure, but you really crafted it. We just crap in it. I, I crap in it, particularly. <laughs> you, you, you have literally crafted it. That's true. <laughs> I have crafted in that world probably more than once. And we'll see. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We'll see. There'll be more crafting? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Uh, drink let's, the water again. <laughs> we're going to do a fast email here. This came to us at courtheroesforyou.com. It came from Peter. This is on the heels of a uh, the BlizzCon event, and it says this. It's far out there, but I'd love to see HOTS done in the Warcraft 3 Reforged engine instead of the StarCraft 2 engine. 
Definitely wouldn't happen, so I guess I'll play Dota custom games when WC3 comes out again. Ha ha, Peter. Peter, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> I did wonder about this, though, right? Yes, by all accounts, and I don't know that 100% confirmation has come out on this, this is the Heroes slash StarCraft Two engine that we are seeing the remake of StarCraft in. So... <laughs> This isn't the StarCraft engine or the WarCraft engine. This is well, this is literally it. If it's, if it's true. Yeah. Is it true? Yeah, I think it's true. I've had some people who would know on the inside who've said so, and I can't say who they were. I get them in trouble. But it, that, I don't know that that's 100% confirmation, so I'm not going to say that. But I feel like people have this misconception about how game engines work. Right. right. Like, a new game engine isn't necessarily a good thing. Right. Wouldn't it be funny though if you tried to play Dota in the new Warcraft Three Reforged engine and it just launched Heroes? That <laughs> would be really funny. I mean, you know, because they're giving it a map editor and all that stuff, this thing probably will have a bunch of that. But it's so does the StarCraft engine. Like, it's already all there, and visually, when you play this, you definitely get a vibe of, oh yeah, this is like up close on these characters, this armor and stuff. This is this is the StarCraft engine. Again, I mean, I played it and. Uh I don't want heroes rebuilt in this engine. I mean, some of the articulation on the characters looks great. They're pouring a lot of love into War 3. But it's like when you play it, it feels like War 3. Like it just feels like an older game with like yeah. like there's more points of articulation on the polygon. It's not an indication what you're seeing visually that it's better or not. And again yes. with the hyperbole surrounding BlizzCon like stop Right, right. There's no, there's also no such thing as an engine that is just a engine, and then there's that's it. Because the way that stuff works, World of Warcraft was based on the start uh, on the Warcraft three engine. It was right. it was that engine with a whole bunch of band aids to make it work in those very early days. It has evolved over time to the point that it looks nothing like what it, what it originally was, but it all had the same roots. So it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't it's matter what engine it's it is. It's not like a real engine that gets rusty and breaks down. <laughs> it's instructions of programming code. Right. It lasts forever. So they improve on it and make it like it's not an engine. <laughs> like quit blaming the engine for crap. They like, are saying they are saying in the chat that in the deep dive they said it was absolutely the Warcraft 3 engine with re revised textures, shaders, mapping and all of that. Uh so I don't know why I'm hearing StarCraft 2 from well, people I know, but it's the Warcraft 3 engine. That's an older engine. By the same logic, it's an older <laughs> engine. Right. Like, it doesn't make any uh, sense. Call me when you've put it on the Tetris engine. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I, I mean, like, what I'm... we're really talking about here is essentially we're saying, I don't know. I don't want to pick. I don't want to make it sound like I'm picking on Peter. But like, yes, their Malganus model looks better than our Malganus model. Right. But that's because it has to show up for a cutscene and look cool and then teleport instantly away and never be seen again. Yeah. Like, that's all we're really talking about is someone made a cool 3D model that a video game rendered. Like, like see, the reason the reason it's coming up, though... The engine. Yeah. The reason it's coming up, though, Peter, is your first sentence was fine. You know, you'd love to see Hotstone in the Warcraft 3 engine. Like, there's... Models look good, you know? It, it, sure. Sure, that's something you could lo want to love, and it'd be hard to say something about, but then you're like, you're going to play Dota custom games. Yeah. No, instead you're not. of playing instead of playing <laughs> heroes like you're playing you're playing a little bit and maybe we're taking it the wrong way that you know it's like i'm not playing this dead game you know i'm playing this other like i don't know maybe you know also, what it no, is you're not. 
if you, all you cared about was how the game looked and you wanted to play Dota all this time, you'd be playing Dota 2. Yeah. No, you're right. Or no, well, War, War 3 is still possible to play. It yeah, would, it War's is. original Dota. Yeah, and it looks like garbage. It's it's a I terrible looking thing. Gameplay first, not graphics first. I know, Scott. I know. And there are plenty of people out there who, you know, that want WoW Classic. I also played that and went, oof, I'm done with that. So I know this isn't for me what he's describing. And surely there will be people who do this. But it spawned a genre. It's kind of like saying... You know, team-based shooters. What I what I really want is them to remake um, uh, Quake, so I can go into the old Quake engine and make my own version of the Team Fortress mod that eventually became squad-based, class-based, team-based shooters that are now the standard in everything. Well, why the the work's done? They're done. They've moved. They've made it. They've perfected it and taken it into new places. And I why understand did you nostalgia. Italian in your argument. What are they doing? <laughs> they don't they make know. a new engine. <laughs> They're gonna come in here. They're gonna change the game. Yeah, I don't They're know. They make it <laughs> There will be a lot of tower defense stuff made, and I will hate all of them. So. <laughs> But that game looked really cool. It was one of my favorite surprises of the show. So we're not poo-pooing on Warcraft at all. That looked no, awesome. No, no it yeah. was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Arthas's hair is a force to be reckoned it with. It really is. It's a little it's a little stuck to his armor. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But and and I wouldn't you know, if if you held the visuals of that up to the visuals of, of Heroes currently, I think Heroes has the edge. It looks better. Than that does yeah this game is is a is a remaster so it looks good but then it's still stilted in a certain way like yeah. it's still gonna feel like i'm playing a remastered game yeah they're not relaunching the game building it ground up with new assets for a 2018 audience right that's not happening yeah dude, so, dude but it, yeah. the pictures and everything look pretty good but we played it it's not that it's a remaster just like it really looks promising and really good mm -hmm. but it's a remaster like all of the remasters still has the you know 1998 smell or whatever your smell yeah. to it you know so i'm glad you smelled your hand though that's weird yeah he did that yeah well Ooh. i had something in it i was miming something in it like <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't smelling my hand i was smelling the warcraft 3 that i'm pretending is in my uh -huh. hand all right the i would <laughs> no we don't we don't need to get into it i was a little sad that the undead the new models look just kind of like zombies. I was kind of missing like the old style ghouls. Oh. They kind of looked happy and toothy, you know? Well, they I, got a lot of charm out of those like three polygons that made up an old ghoul. An head. old ghoul. I used to hate those though. The ones that the like Death Knight spawn in the old days. Ugh, I'm just not a fan. So I'm I'm actually for changing that up a little bit. But... Or maybe in that mission, they just made the people green. Yeah. What I really want to see is the rest. I mean, they gave us the one scenario. I want to see. Give me some night elves. Give me some some undead and lich king. Uh, you know, um, uh, the KT stuff. I want like you know. I want to see all that stuff. I want to see the orcs. How are they looking? Like that's orcs, what I want. Yeah. I will say this: the, the Warcraft Three Reforged looks very promising. I'm really dour on remasters. I buy them and don't play them. Yeah. I feel like there's a good shot. I'm gonna run this one down. Yeah, I it's think I'd play it. It's been a nice amount of time. Yeah. And it would yeah. be fun to get into it. Let's see. It was mm. 20, 2002, three, three, two, mm. three, two, three. One. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in there. It's been long enough that I think I would really like that campaign again and have it look this good is exciting. I hope they redo all the cutscenes. They may not, but 
that they redid the intro, which looked really good. So maybe they'll do the rest. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it, it was a big surprise and a fun thing to see. But Peter, I don't think you're getting an official game made in that engine. You will, however, have a lot of tower defense games to play. And for that, I'm excited for you. But I will not do those. I hate those. All right. That's it for that. Uh, that's it. That's the show. Oh, coreatheroesforyou.com is the email address. If you want to send us your own emails, you certainly can. We encourage that. And uh, and would love to hear from you. So get those coming to us as well. That would be great. And uh, we're going to play some games after this. So stick around. If you want to watch us all play? And speaking of Kristen and Kyle, they'll be here as well. We're running a little late today, but we'll hop in and play a couple extra. Who cares if it's late? It's fine. we got daylight savings. Everything's fine. Uh, support us, won't you? Patreon.com slash core show. That's patreon.com slash core show. It means a lot. We really appreciate your support. It especially helps at like events where we got to pay for a bunch of incidentals. And uh, turns out your support helps us do that when we go to things like BlizzCon. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't yet, consider it patreon.com slash core show. We're at heroesforyou.com for everything else. And if you're looking for us online, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, core heroes for the show. John underscore Jagger for John. Scott Johnson for me and Bo Schwartz for Bo. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.